All right, this week on the One More Pass podcast, we cover the COVID situation in the NFL. Rob talks about his hatred for Sean Payton. Well, I guess really maybe not hatred, but more uh, disdain for Sean Payton. And we try to get Joey to say that Russell Wilson is the best quarterback in the NFL right now. I don't think he's really having it. Let's get going. All right, welcome back to the One More Pass podcast, week 12. We've been doing this for three months. Guys, how y'all feeling about this? You, you guys still want to keep rolling with this? Or are we, we when, is our, when is our bye? Yeah, do we have a bye week? Is um, built, or is it a COVID? Do, do we have to... Oh, no, did that, we skip, did are we, we going miss? up against another co- uh, podcast that has COVID that we've got to... <laughs> uh, Tracy Broussard's uh, yeah. show. No, we're just getting our bye week taken away because, yeah, just another podcast. Didn't follow protocols, and now we have to suffer the consequences because of that. So that's fun. So Tracy's podcast they had a positive test uh, they're always because positive we, with tracy because yeah. we know tracy we've got a now we lost our buy totally yeah that's frustrating yeah that's no fun but you can follow us at one more pass on instagram and on twitter rate and subscribe to our podcast on whatever platform that you choose and uh yeah let's just go around and do our little weekly roundup what we've been doing this week uh rob let's start with you um have you been out with uh old brad paisley no some drums, uh, or? no 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 paisley paisley gigs i'm I'm still on um i'm still in paisley timeout um <laughs> we all are and uh but it's you know it's good to know that that you know while the music industry is uh is in a holding pattern that that people can still get together in large groups and <clears throat> you know and, and worship protest on the steps of the courthouse and uh have super spreading events and you know so we can so we can just keep pushing back getting back to work you know so yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty awesome, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's great. Joey, were uh, were you anywhere with Scotty McCreary this week? I, I'm I'm immediately filled with rage and sidetracked by Rob reminding me of that event. Let's just talk about it right now. Well, uh, let's uh, just get out of the way. Is it is okay. it the elephant? I mean, it's not really sports related, but it's no. related yeah. to what it's the long haired creepo loser dude in the room. Yeah, um, but we are musicians first and foremost as well as sports fans. So I think we just need to get this out of the way yeah, and uh, just talk about it. Joey, yeah. we all have opinions on it. So yeah, just, just yeah. go ahead. I, I will say, um, I know we had all texted about this yesterday, kind of when the story broke about how many people were there and, and more so what was going on. And, um, you know, as a person of faith, I want to be respectful in what I say, but since COVID has happened, that event happening, and it's happened in many cities, it's not just Nashville, specifically in Nashville, AKA music city, when so many of our friends and us are currently, we don't have jobs. We're waiting to get past the virus or at least get it under control that we can hopefully go back to um, making a living performing for other people. That guy, Sean fate, I, I, I don't know how you say his last name. That felt like such a freaking slap in the face to uh, anyone that is out of work to our city that's tried very hard to get to a point where we can start to reopen things. And the fact that he did it in the name of, here's my air quotes, Christ or Christianity makes it even worse. That, that To me, that's literally taking the Lord's name in vain. Using that, uh, as he said, if we call it a protest, I can make it happen. Wasn't a mass to be seen. All those people packed in. And then he just packs up his little 
his little show and just goes on to the next city, leaving the COVID that has all been spread around behind. And I was, I know Kyle, you and I felt the same way about it yesterday. I was so angry. It just felt like he was using Christianity and his faith to just kind of spit over what our city has been trying to do to get this thing under control. And it was disturbing to see how many people showed up for it. And, uh, it was really discouraging because it shows the large, just, just how much room there is between people that are really taking this seriously and want to get past it and how many people are still on the side of it's not that big of a deal. It's a hoax. It's It's a a hoax. Or what's worse is, uh, God's bigger than that. He's bigger than science. So you just got to have faith. Well, I believe that, uh, God and science go hand in hand and, my personal belief, I don't think God was pleased with anything that happened down there yesterday or, or Sunday. And it just bums me out. I, I It sucks. It, it sucks for uh, so many people that are out of work um, in the entertainment industry, restaurant industry. It's not just, it's not just music. Um, but what he did was what we all miss doing very much and what we can't do. And he uh, chose to in a lot of ways, give the middle finger to us in our industry and say, I'm going to do it anyway. I don't know for sure, but I'm going to venture to say there's a pretty large donation. There were a bunch of donations given. I know that's kind of a thing. He plus does. He, he, he framed it as a, a protest, a worship protest. Yeah. Yeah. So he, I, which, which I, he, I found, I took a great grievance with that. Absolutely. He basically mocked, he, he, he mocked people, protesting um for fair treatment uh, of all you know all our brothers and sisters he mocked that and thought it was real clever to find a way to have this event and i know they're investigating it i freaking hope there's some harsh penalties put out um yeah because it's not uh it's not religious freedom i i, I can't christians people of faith that are listening to this we are not under persecution in the United States. It's just not, that was not him not being allowed to have that event or the fact that he shouldn't have had that event had nothing to do with him being persecuted for his faith. Right. We haven't played a show since March that doesn't have anything to do with our faith or anything. It's because we're in the middle of a freaking pandemic. Yeah. And that's why that shouldn't have happened. And it it's, it's infuriating and I don't want to take up the whole podcast talking about it, but I'm I really hope, some penalties come down and maybe he can um, maybe he can put his acoustic guitar down and stop shooting those awful videos of him. Let us worship, whatever we're going to have it no matter what happens and take a step back and think, Ooh, maybe I should stop doing these or, you know, this is not good for the cities I'm going in. And it's also an awful representation of Christianity. Yeah. So that's Joey, Joey, that was a really good take. I think you would have done a better job if you were just sitting in your car by yourself <laughs> and then posting it on YouTube later. <laughs> I think it would have resonated a little bit more with our audience. I think but good job. Right. I think, yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a solid A minus B plus on that, that hot take. I just think this whole thing has just been in just, just absolutely tone deaf. And plus it just blows my mind that he's been in what, 42 or 43 other cities before this. And this is the one thing i that like I actually love Nashville for because I mean like we always you know joke or say new Nashville kind of sucks now blah 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 town you know pre pandemic 
you know, like obviously, I mean, like you just see a bunch of changes with, you know, like a bunch of, you know, condos going up and a bunch of tall skinnies. And it's just like not the same town and not the same feel as, you know, like it was 10 years ago uh, whenever I first moved. But now I'm just like, well, this is the one thing I actually love about Nashville is apparently I don't think he has had this sort of uproar in any of those other cities that he's done this in. But you come here and you do it in a town that just like you said, is called Music City, thousands upon thousands of people who work in the music industry, who are unable to work right now because of this whole pandemic. And you essentially just go have this event and it's just a big fuck you to everybody, in my opinion. But if anybody comes out against it, it's like, oh no, persecution. Oh no, blah, blah, blah. It's, oh, it's the church. We're silenced. Dude, you're not silenced. Churches have been open here. Mm -hmm. It's like, dude, you're only doing this for your own vanity because you're a fucking failed politician and you just want to be known and be recognized and have all this money and stuff, which, you know, like people say, oh, well, he didn't charge to get into this event. But at the same time, it's like you hear stories about people being like, yeah, he says, yeah, my new album's out or, oh, hey, you know, merch goes to this. It's just like, well, yeah, like you may not pay money to, to get into this event, but he's getting income, you know, like into his pocket. So it's just like really frustrating to have a person like that. And well, yeah, just to circle back around to how much I love Nashville right now, it's just like, yeah, like we're not going to stand for this shit. You know, it's like, yeah, like you had this event. We've all been doing whatever we can to help, you know, like mitigate this virus and not go tour and not play these big shows. And like everybody's being responsible. But then you have this one douchebag that comes in. It's like, oh, no, it's in the name of God. Hmm. It's like, dude, come on. That's the one thing I love about this town right now is, you know, like we're not going to stand for that at all. Like we've been on the sidelines for what? Eight months, eight months at this point. And you just think, oh yeah, well, we just call it a worship protest. But I mean, like in reality, it's a tour. He's, I mean, he's done a tour. Oh yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he's doing a tour and he's playing shows every night. He has a product and he's selling yes. and he's making money on it and he's doing it in the name of Christ, which is pretty, a pretty awful thing to do. Yeah. To use that as your, well, and he also gets off. If you look at his Instagram at all, he loves, uh, when he, his, his dream is to have the location moved or people to, you can't do that because then like, like you said, then he's, he's being persecuted. Yeah. And we got to fight for our, we can do this too. Um, yeah. I mean, like it definitely wasn't bad taste. And to me, it was just like really more of a slap in the face to have it, you know, like at the place to where, I mean, like there's a big festival every year called live on the green that had to be moved to be, you know, like virtual, but like live on the green this year. And, you know, I mean, like we always, you know, like try to go out and see, you know, bands and stuff there every single year. Uh, if we're in town, you know, you know, like we're actually not on the road ourselves, but it's like, that was a big slap in the face just to think, wait, yeah. hold on. Like you could do this here, but they had you know, it there like, on, the, on the caps on the steps of the old courthouse and the optics of that just looked really bad. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree pretty much everything you guys say. The only thing in hindsight, the only thing I regret had I known that was going to happen, I would have spent my entire life savings, whatever it took to rent out every fucking party barge I could afford fill it with drunk <laughs> bachelorettes and just cranking Megan the stallion and Cardi B and just the filthiest rap music recorded known to man and just have them circle that thing. Like, like just, just stay out there the whole time and just, you know, that's that, that would have been my dream. Had I known I would have somehow gotten either funded it myself or gotten some other people to do it. Cause I think that would have been, appropriate response I feel like that if you did a kickstarter for that it would have been all your reward through the roof. levels would yeah. have been achieved yeah, yeah absolutely I think, I think uh nashville would have rallied around that yeah and plus i guarantee you like all the songs he played 
or most of the songs he played during his concerts, they're songs that he's, you know, written and stuff. Oh yeah. So that's like, you know, just even more like, Oh no, this is forgotten. Yeah. Well, no, you're playing your own music. Yeah. You no, know, you're, yeah. yeah. Like you you're said, you're touring at that yeah. point. You're touring. Yeah. It's like, dude, don't fucking come into this town and do that. Cause yeah. you will get called out and guess what he did. And now it's, you know, kind of everywhere. And there's, I mean, like, obviously there's a bunch of people who are, you know, like still on his side. Yeah. Do this. Cause Jesus is going to heal us from coronavirus, but it's like, so yeah. did people Hadn't not happen yet? When's that coming? Okay. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. What's that timeline? It was When's supposed to be happen? done by Easter. Cause it would have lined yeah. up perfectly. Yeah. And then like, did people not pray enough during the Spanish flu back in the yeah. 1900s? Yeah. Oh no, sorry. You didn't pray enough. So we're just not going to have this go away. So oh, gosh, I'm just, this makes me tired. Just thinking, can we just talk yeah. about how much we, yeah, no. So talk, talk about so much. I, I hate Sean Payton, even though we won. Can we get to that? <laughs> Actually, there's two Sean's that we hate this guy. and Sean oh, yeah. Payton. Yeah. I think I hate really Sean funny. Payton more. So yeah, but Nashville, good on you. Thank you so much for calling this dude out and to all the good Christians everywhere who are against this, you know, please fight the good fight against the tone deaf ones. Absolutely. So, um, and to answer your question before I went into that rant, um, (laughs) I, I did have a gig on Sunday night. Um, it was at a friend's birthday. Mm. Rob was there. Um, and there was just a lot of musicians. Well, a handful of musicians in the backyard. Yeah. Um, but some sweet, sweet networking. Oh yeah. We were all able to kind of give each other a lot of work. Wait, you if know, you guys were there, how come I wasn't invited? A lot of sessions. <laughs> Who was it? Whose birthday was it? It was Jackson's. Oh, okay. Jackson's yeah, that's fine. Yeah. 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 We're friends, but we're not good friends. Yeah. So, yeah. What if I wouldn't have answered that question and just kept, <laughs> just kept just like lingered. sidestepping it for like an hour? <laughs> Actually, I think Jackson listens to this podcast. <laughs> he does. He does. So, so, yeah. There you go. Fuck you, man. Birthday, Thanks for inviting birth, me. Birthday okay. shout out to Jackson. Um, but it was, uh, yeah, we were, of course, is sarcastic asshole musicians, lots of jokes about networking and, um, drinking whiskey, shooting, a, shooting Jackson's BB gun. Uh, yeah, that was, I got teased a lot for being the, the West coast Seattle, but I didn't, I'm not a gun why? guy. Well, I didn't, they were shooting this BB yeah. gun. I didn't grow up or I'm not a gun guy. I didn't grow up around them. Same. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but also at, at one point the, when they're just like ricocheting off the back of yeah, the they house. were coming back. Yeah. yeah. Just like, yeah I think and I'm then gonna... one hit me, like it bounced on the, and like, off the grass and then just hit my leg. It didn't hurt that bad, but Jackson's like, ah, this is awesome. <laughs> I'm like, it is. And shout out to Travis Vance. I think he hit. Wait, Travis was there too. Travis yeah, was there God. too. Yeah. Man. Most people, you know, it's were, over were 40 there. though. Yeah. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. over 40 crowd. That's why I wasn't there. <laughs> You're too young. Yeah, yeah, totally. I said, Kyle doesn't, there's no babysitter for Kyle. He, he can't come. Um, but yeah, Travis Vance, like, yeah, it was, I don't, I don't think he missed the old Texas boy came out. of. He <laughs> totally. hit, he hit everything. Yeah. And Devo too. He had some, some good shots yeah, too. Yeah. So anyway, that was my show is, was yeah. networking with other musicians. We'll see what, what comes out of it. I feel pretty good about it. Nice. I uh, saw a lot of business cards. <laughs> Wait, there's still business cards. <laughs> uh, can I tell you guys about the first time I, I ever shot a gun? Yeah. Is that possible? And, and, and well, of course now like looking back at this, this is completely irresponsible, but uh, like we were at a college party uh, back at app and then like one of my, it doesn't sound good. It no. already sounds bad. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Okay. Like nobody got hurt. Don't do this at all. Don't do this at home. But we were at a college party. I'm pretty sure uh, like it was after one of our like orchestra or, or school of music concerts. You know, of course we would always get together after one of those and just celebrate Oh, great performance. And, and uh, one of my friends, he was, uh, he was a trumpet major, the most redneck Southern dude, sweetheart of a guy. Like, I mean, super Southern draw. Like he's from Wilkesboro, North Carolina, which is like 
Southern as Southern can get like up in the Appalachian mountains. And word got out that I've, I, you know, like I never held a gun or shot a gun before and I've never been a gun guy. I, I just don't care. I mean, it's kind of like cars. I just don't give a shit about yeah. a car. It's like, Hey, does it run? Does it get me to, to A and B? Yeah. Cool. Great. Same here. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's around like midnight, one o'clock in the morning. And of course, you know, we're all a bunch of drunk college kids and, and he was just like, what man, you've never shot a gun before. And luckily like we were out in, in a, a uh, wooded area, I guess. So of course he was like, oh man, wait here. And he seriously goes out to his like truck and brings back like two shotguns and like two hand pistols or something like that. I'm like, oh I don't, God. I don't think this is good. I don't think you should have this, but he was like, oh man, here you go. Shoot this. And I'm like, uh, I really don't want to do this right now. Had, you know, I mean, has goes, oh no, I mean, like there's nobody over there. It's just all woods. I'm like, you sure? He's like, yeah. So of course, like I just picked up a shotgun and I shot it for the first time and I'm like, I couldn't tell if it was cool or not because I kind of scared myself, but I was like, yeah, so just don't be a drunk college kid shooting a gun for the first time into woods. That's not good, but nobody got hurt. We're all good. It's 12, 13 years later. So I think we've all turned out fine. He's a, he's a school teacher now, which is really funny. Okay. Yeah. Well. So that was my gun story. So, uh, let me interrupt your Sean Payton. Talk about the second Sean that you hate right now. Oh, wait, hold on. Can I tell you guys what I did this week? Oh yeah. Yes. We uh, nothing. All right. Okay. okay cool. Good. Good. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> wait, what's the, what's the, what's the over under on the, uh, on the pool lining? Did we get to that yet? Are we just going to wait till next spring, uh, next season? Yeah. We're going to wait till next season. Okay. Um, I think it's leaking in, in more than one place because we haven't changed out the liner since we bought the house. So we don't know how long it's been on there for. And plus it's been fading too. I mean, like it's probably original. There, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So I mean like it's super wide at the bottom. So once oh. we, uh, get the pool drained out, which, which it actually rained a lot this past week, which has been awesome for my allergies and sinuses. Like, I don't know if you've, it's better. Yeah, it's yeah, better, it's, but don't have as much pollen. Same caked up in the back of my throat. But. So, uh, yeah, we're going to wait for the pool liner or the pool water to, uh, drain out. So we have someone coming over to close the pipes on it, to winterize it, which is great. So, um, yeah, hopefully yeah, keep, us, keep us updated on that. And yeah. If you just want to walk out, you can just well, look yeah, I mean, at we'll it. Be just, like, yeah, yep, take a tour after the, after we're done. Cribs. A musician cribs. Uh, hopefully I can still afford my house in about three months. We, when we had our pool, we always shut it down and winterized it ourselves. So <laughs> you're more guess, of a man than I, I am. I know. I mean, you're, you're wealthier than I am, I guess. Yeah. Joey, uh, things, are, things, things are different here in Chandler point. You I, know, I guess it's so. A different, yeah. uh, HOA rules, you know, it's a Chandler point, but have you seen cobblestone landing? Oh yeah. <laughs> Coming in. <laughs> Whoa, that's not us. All right, let's, let's move on to our actual podcast. Sorry for the first 20 minutes of ranting about a dude who wants to, sorry, I'm just not going to get into again, Rob, let's, uh, let's talk about Sean Payton and your just kind of despise of him from, from the game last night. Hates a strong word, but yeah, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's definitely on my, on my last nerve right now. Wade, Rob, can I read you something? You said hates a strong word. Um, I'm going to reference our, our text message thread from last night. Oh boy. If, uh, if we can do that. So at 7:51 central standard time. Yeah. Oh no. First at 7:39, like you said, uh, like really getting their money out of Taysom tonight. Oh yeah. Uh, the boyfriend. And then Rob says after that, fuck you, Sean Payton in all caps. Uh, no, not yet. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, that was the first one. one's coming. And then I said, I think Herbert is going to be a force in about three to five years, which, which I, he, he's which, great, which, no, I, I, which I, I, I do think no. Herbert is going to be great. Like, I think the chargers, sorry, like I know they're in your division as well, Joey with the Broncos. I'm nervous. I, I agree. But dude, yeah. that team is going to be hopefully he's, amazing in about three or five years. Like they're going to be amazing. He's, he's on track to be really good. He had a, I mean, despite just having the, the new Orleans, you know, 
front four up in his grill all night. He yeah. made some really bad decisions. But that being said, he threw some dimes last night and uh, he's going to be great. He had a great game. Yeah. I think, considering. So of course I said, Herbert is going to be a force in about three to five years. And then I say, sorry, Joey, Joey hasn't responded this whole time, but we forgot that he was at a friend's bonfire birthday party, which he was. Yeah. I like, I don't know if your friend uh, listens to this, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no comment. No comment. <laughs> Was and, did Bryn have eye strain from the rolling of the eyes last night? Was she, uh, was she feeling she, it for you? Did she, yeah, she, you know, I, I will say, I don't know, Tammy, if you are listening to this podcast, you know that I love you. It, it was a friend that is, is very, very, uh, uh, Rob knows Tammy. Rob, yeah. Rob actually played on Tammy's record yeah, many, many moons years, ago, but, I, but I she, it, it was, she's very, very close to Bryn and I. So, Gotcha. I told her, I was like, said the fact that I'm here. Now, I also didn't realize what a game it was going to be. So had That's I known, true. probably would have stayed. Well, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, because at first you kind of think. I don't know. Brent, I'm not, I, feel, I feel a little I'm not feeling too good. I feel a little. I got some. I was, I was at that uh, concert on the court steps and uh, that worship <laughs> show. God, I just, just okay, can we just stop making jokes about that? Because <laughs> yeah, that's just gonna, I'll try. It's just gonna, yeah, happen. no promises. Yeah, no. Um, and then, yeah, because after I said the thing about Herbert, uh, Rob says, fuck Herbert and his adult acne. I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I was kidding that well, I didn't actually mean that. I was just joking. so Justin Herbert, if you're listening to this, Rob Mitchell, <laughs> no, I uh, thought Justin, you had a great game, yeah. And then, of course, I said, whoa, and then that was when, uh, we've, uh, well, like we talked about this with, with no, uh, with the Panthers, my pod, damn it, what the first week of the season with with them not giving the ball to Christian McCaffrey when he oh, was yeah. your star player. Yeah. Star player. That was when they gave the ball to their fullback on a fourth and one, which they could have gone down the field and scored after that. And then of course it said, give it to Kamara, not the fullback. <laughs> of course in all caps. And then Rob or Latavius says, Murray. I mean, Latavius yeah. Murray was running great last night. Yeah. He's a big, that's why you have him. He's a big, tall running back that just can literally fall down and get you two yards. Why in the fuck do you not give him? I'm sorry. Yeah. And then, and then Rob says, seriously. And then this is, well, then this is the one in all caps. Fuck Sean Payton. And then I said, well, and then that's it. (laughs) And then I think that's where I fell asleep because I was kind of tired. Yeah. I had to put the phone down. I mean, the Saints went on to win. It was actually a really great game. And it was, it was one of those like 2009 heart attack comeback games that they seemed like they had every weekend. But yeah, just, I just, Sometimes again, I I sound like a broken record, but I want to, I want to do a podcast and try to diagram and understand why coaches do case in point talking about the Seattle game Sunday night. We've discussed this prior to this. And and then last night, it's like coaches that will with every statistical positive possibility in front of them, they will do the worst possible thing. Like, like the lining up and shotgun and handing the ball off on third and one or fourth and one. It's just like, it's like you literally like give the ball to Latavius Murray. Yeah. He can get you a yard. Did they run on that fourth and one just because I didn't get to see it when he gave it to the fullback? Was it out of shotgun? Um, no, because no, that would have been, no. that would have been pouring salt on the wind. No, no, okay. no, yeah. no, it, it wasn't. no, it was still but, a terrible was, call. Not still a terrible it to call. Your, your and, money makers. And it, you know, even though, and they had a highly depleted de- defense defensive line last night because both, uh, uh, well, Bosa was playing, but he wasn't. Yeah, I, he, I knew he was iffy if he was going to play. And then, uh, um, uh, who's the Melvin? Um, Ingram. Ingram was out. Yeah. So, but still, they were they were, you know, they were they were stepping up and, and stuffing them pretty good. And I'm just thinking, man, you got to 
just so frustrating. I, I just don't understand. Like they literally should have, I don't know if they do, but every coaching staff should have some kind of like statistic, statistician guy, like up in the booth, like going like, well, plus like that happens in basketball and stuff yeah. too, because yeah. Yeah. I just they, feel like this only happens in football. You have a 67% chance of not getting the first down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you give it to the yep. fullback. Yeah. Yeah. I just, they won the game and it was exciting and, and, and Drew stepped up and, and you, you know, Emmanuel Sanders had a great night. Callaway, the kid, the, 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 the guy that, you know, the receiver, he had to, he had to run back punts and kickoffs. Uh, he did a great job because uh, Deontay Harris is out. Like some people really stepped up defensively. You know, they were a little depleted. There's some guys that stepped up. They made some really boneheaded. Oh God, there were some really boneheaded decisions and calls last night, but overall it was a great game. Um, Drew actually threw the ball towards the end of the game more than five yards on a couple occasions. He still got it. That's the thing. It's yeah. like he can like still- those memes were really funny about. Oh, I know. It's <laughs> oh, hilarious. Yeah. But that's the thing. I think a lot of that is design, and that's what frustrates me so much about about Peyton to now is the way he used to be, like say seven or eight or ten years ago. Like he's really like everything they do now is playing to their strengths. There's no. There's no, like, I could literally, I'm sitting there literally last night going like, oh, this is what they're going to do. And they did it. This is, oh, they're going to throw that five hour route. Oh, they're going to cross, you know, throw a crossing route, you know, seven yard. It's like, you could literally, you could literally predict what Peyton is doing. And therefore, if I can do it, I sure as fuck know that a defensive coordinator that's getting paid, you know, a lot of money yeah. to watch tape every week, will be able to figure it out. You know? Yeah. And I know Michael Thomas wasn't in the game, but just like, come on, man, you've got to start and you have great receiver. I mean, even though he's not on, I mean, you have Emmanuel Sanders, you have, uh, you know, Wait, you talk about slant s- boy, Jared, yeah. Yeah. Boy. Jared That's cook really had, a, had a, yeah, Jared awesome. cook had a, you know, he awesome finally night. woke up and had a touchdown and had a pretty decent game. That that, oh, can we just talk about, and we don't have to talk about the saints the whole time, but like, I think we talked about this the other day. I think there's no player in the league right now that has better, better physical self, as well as general awareness of what's going on in the game or in the moment than Alvin Kamara. That catch that he made last night. Have oh you guys my seen gosh. it? Yes. Yeah. Watch highlights. That, that was the catch. Yeah. That was the play of the game, hands down. But like he does that all the time. Yeah. Like he's like a. Remember you, have, remember you used to have like those punching bags when you're a kid, you, like the clown, and you keep punching and it would just keep popping keep right back up. after yeah. they've got sand or whatever in the bottom. Like I feel like he has that sense of of balance and equilibrium where he can just literally will himself, like like Neo in the Matrix. It's amazing to watch him. Which makes it even more maddening that. Sean Payton won't give him the ball yeah, for a yard. Now, granted, he they they were doing a pretty good job between the tackles, keeping him, and that's not really where his strength lies. You know, he right. can pop a good one every once in a while, but they weren't really working to his strengths that night. They yeah. weren't really running. You know, uh, to to I don't know. He just it's really frustrating because I feel like oh the Saints are coming to town. We know exactly what they're going to do. I feel yeah. like that's the a uh, quick question. Uh, do you think that this is a ploy by Sean Payton? to not give his whole playbook right now, just so like later on in the season. And if it is, it's a stupid ploy because you got to win games, right? You know, I'm just you, asking, I mean, you know, you're, I mean, or San Diego is not just, a bad team. They, right. The record doesn't, you know, doesn't yeah, they've really lost belong. some heartbreakers. Yeah. Everything, yeah. every game that they've lost, I think has been, they should have, they should have beat the chiefs. They, yeah. Yeah. yeah it has been the yeah. bucks too. I mean, like they were yeah, huge they, yeah. bucks at halftime. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, outside of the entire NFC East, I don't think there's any team that you can really take, for granted. Um, yeah, I, I just, I, I, it's very frustrating. I feel like there's just become this real or just, you know, I don't know. I'm glad they won. Very frustrating. I got the week off. 
Plant Boy will be back. <laughs> that was so funny. And maybe we can get back to some, you know, beating teams by, you know, 35 points again. So Joey's Broncos didn't play this week, but that kind of brings up what we've kind of been talking about this whole time in terms of the NFL having to cancel or reschedule games is Joey, like, how do you feel about, well, actually Joey and Robin, I guess all of us, it's just, you know, I mean, like we've always had these conversations of, yeah, well, like once they kind of get to the point to where they have to reschedule games and stuff, the teams that, that have followed the COVID protocol are actually going to get penalized. Like, you know, just, just as equally as the teams that kind of, well, I mean, like, well, like I should say they haven't followed it. It's just like the teams that, or players that maybe have been a tad bit irresponsible in their personal lives, which I'm assuming that's where they get the COVID at is going out and doing all these things or family members coming in and not really being aware of, Hey, if I bring something home from my kid's school or whatever else. And plus like, I know it's a hard time for everybody. We're all just trying to get through this year, but it's just like, what do you feel about these teams that have no cases? They've done everything correctly. Maybe these players do go back home and tell their families, Hey, lock it down for six months. Hey, we're getting paid like millions of dollars just to get through this season. Like, how do you feel about those teams that are getting penalized just as bad in terms of having to play on short rest or having to, you know, do whatever else throughout the rest of the season? Yeah. uh, One of my least favorite things since the football season has started is waking up in the morning and looking on Twitter to see who Adam Schefter has said has COVID and or what games have been postponed. Um, and that's what happened with the the Broncos Patriots game. Um, it wasn't enough that it got postponed to Monday. Then they decide we're going to postpone it a week. Um, so Denver Denver's bye week became last week. Yeah. Even though they practiced four days and had a full week. Yeah. That's yeah. That's not a bye week because like all these teams actually have off that week and they go travel yeah. and well, I mean like in a normal world, right. They travel. If they, anybody actually didn't know that yeah. and you can rest your body and you know, Denver had the Broncos bye week was week eight, which is like the dream. We haven't had a bye week in the, in the middle of the year in a while, um, which is kind of the dream setup. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the extremists that are like, oh, once again, the Cheatriots, they figured out a way to make this work. They're faking. Po- I, I, don't, I don't believe in that garbage. Yeah. Um, I do think that in order for this season to happen, stuff like this that has happened is going to continue. Um, and I, I, I do have to give the NFL credit. I really do think that they're doing the best job they can. There are some people out there that are saying they're not prepared enough. They don't have enough plans. Uh, I mean, like they, what, I've read a lot. There's hundreds of pages of protocols. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, I, it's, I, I, it's, I I've gone like, through some of that stuff. It, they've 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 dotted a lot of eyes and crossed a lot yeah. of T's. It's just um, a, you know, but it sorry. does. I mean, it it's not fair to the Broncos. It wasn't fair to the Bills. Mm-hmm. It wasn't fair to the Steelers. Um, well, plus now, what I mean, like a game against Miami that the Bills were going to play again, or somebody else. You know, like they were supposed to play Miami this coming week, but apparently that game got moved somewhere else. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So Denver so was supposed to play Miami. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. And so now that got, they had to do a huge amount of shuffling yeah. to make things happen. Um, and it, it's just a bummer. It's unfortunate. I, I hope that I, I'm really curious to see what the NFL decides to do to the Titans who so far seem to be the only team that's had pretty much a legit outbreak. It hasn't been okay. Do you think two isolated cases? Do you think too many players have gotten on the party barges or went to the Christian concert the other night? <laughs> I think it was a combo, a combo, a combo yeah. of the both. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe Sean fuked or whatever, just did a private show. Maybe he did. It was his meet and greet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Again, if you, if you listen to local talk radio, when, when all this started to kind of unfold last week, like 
Kuharski and um, what's the other guy? Teron um, Evans. Oh. Um, anyway, when they both kind of started, when the info started to come out that they had this private workout over at NBA and uh, that could have been possibly one of, you know, after it was, Again, it's so funny because I feel like I'm I'm looking at that Spider Man meme where there's five Spider Men and they're all yeah. pointing at each other. Yeah. Because it's like, well, you know, Rabel's pointing a finger at somebody else in the league, and then the players and everybody. It's like, I can we just all just quit trying to assess blame right now and just like, okay, let's just be honest because again, like we're seeing now, the the these dominoes have fall have fallen, and you're starting to see these games having to get reshuffled and schedules, and it's it's going to turn into it can turn into a huge clusterfuck. At the point where teams are literally going to have to forfeit games, mm. which, by the way, I think we talked about this. There's never been a forfeit, yeah, mm-hmm. never in an been NFL one. game. And if you forfeit, it's the score is two to nothing. So if the Titans forfeit, right. if yeah. they ha- if they if t- and the team has to call it, the league can't call a forfeit. The team has to call it. The league can't say this game is forfeited. The team has to call it. That's the rule. Interesting. So if if Titans showed up tonight and said, "Yeah, we're we're good. We'll take the we'll take the L," the score would be two to nothing in the books, which I thought was interesting. I, um, the, I do think that one thing that I, and, and you're seeing this happen in college and I'm not totally sure why the NFL, I know they did a couple of things. They expanded the practice squad, I think is at 20 or maybe even higher because they wanted to have players available. You know, if people were on the COVID list and you could play, I, I feel like the NFL, depending on what happens in the upcoming weeks, if we see any more positive cases, I'd like to see them possibly try to play games without the affected player, uh, uh, that that player not being able to play. And I think for a lot of Denver fans, that's what was making them so upset is because Cam Newton was positive and it was looking like the Patriots were going to have to start Stidham or Brian Hoyer, <laughs> Hoyer, which as a Broncos fan is like legitimately hope Cam Newton's okay. Yeah. But I'm also pretty stoked that we don't have to play him. Yeah. And yeah. so... That, I mean, the reality natural, is yeah. he's going to play on Sun. It's not a hundred percent, but if he if he passes the protocols and the tests, he's going to be able to play. I think it was um, was it Virginia that last week or maybe the week before played without like fourteen of their starters or something like that. I mean, you know they they they're playing without. They're basically isolating, and those those players aren't playing, and they're continuing on with. Uh, with who is not positive. Um, now that opens up, you know, a can of worms when it comes to, it can take a while for positives to show up. I get that as the Titans have showed again, it's there, there's nothing this, there's nothing normal about 2020 period, specifically when it comes to this NFL season. And, uh, I think it's one of those things that I think the NFL is doing the best they can do. I think there should be punishments for teams that, aren't if it's if if it's if it's uh, like the titans with that uh practice they held i think there should be harsh punishments for teams that are breaking protocols are not doing all they can do and i think as fans it really sucks when it affects your team but i think it's i think it's part of what we're having to deal with the only thing i think i did hear one idea that i thought was a pretty good idea is if let's say we continue to see some more cases around other teams maybe the nfl having the ability to pause the season you know, take, yeah. a, take a week off, take 10 days off. And then they've got that extra week uh, between the championship games and the Super Bowl. They do two weeks, which is always driven me crazy. Yeah. And, and, and they could do it then. Um, yeah. And then maybe at that point you say, okay, guess what? We're going to get everyone to negative, 
but now if you get you know more than two players maybe maybe now we talk about forfeits or you know things happening um i think that could be a could be something that could work yeah because like that thought of maybe just having the foresight to I mean, like maybe just have like a mid-season break, like whenever all this stuff happened. You know, like I know, like it's kind of a pain in the ass to move. Like a fall break for the NFL. Else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think kids are on fall break here. Are they? You guys on fall break? Uh, they were on fall break last last week. Wait, so Zoom classes? That's not a break anyway. That's not, yeah. That's not you know. Well, I'm on. I've been on fall break since March 13th. Oh, are you guys on fall break? No. So, well, that was spring break. That I'm actually went still to summer on, break into fall break. Yeah, okay. Just, yeah, okay. just like endless summer break. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. That's great. And. uh uh, just going back to the Titans, it's just really funny to me that because what like Tannehill and a couple of the receivers went and worked out at an MBA, which is a uh, big private school here in Nashville. Montgomery Bill. Yeah. 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 And uh, the whole thing about, you know, OK, hey, let's have this practice, you know, for these protocols, you know, like offsite from all the Titans stuff. It's just like, I mean, like you're not going to notice these like NFL athletes just yeah. running around. They were and told playing. not to do it. They went to a huge private school in the middle of town. Uh, Kent Travis was talking about this last week. His son his son goes to NBA. What a, what a big surprise. Right. And, and, oh, he did. Uh, he did mention he was a lawyer. He said he had to put his lawyer hat on to make another. Comment. Wait, are you talking so, about Clay Travis? I'm, I'm sorry. So you said Kent. <laughs> I'm sorry. Kent, I used to I work like, with a guy named Kent Travis. Okay. I know I, <laughs> this has happened multiple I times know, on the yeah. show. It's so weird. I haven't worked. I haven't seen Kent in probably 30 plus years, but for some reason, <laughs> Kent Travis, Kent Travis and Clay Travis, their names are so close together. Yeah. Clay Travis. Yeah. Clay Travis's son goes to NBA, but he actually made some pretty good points about, you know, why, why would you go to, I mean, it's a pretty, I mean, you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing. Right. Maybe you were told, maybe you were suggested not to do it. Or that was the whole thing at the time. It's like, what was actually said by the league? Who, who conveyed it? Was it the league? Was it Robinson? Was it Vrabel? We don't know, but they still had this, you know, it was a sizable workout. It wasn't just him and a couple of receivers. Yeah. It was, it was several dudes. And plus like there's houses back there that, that, that yeah. you could actually see the football yeah, field. And, there, and, there, and, some, yeah. and some cell phone footage was taken. And, and, you know, of course nobody, it wasn't advertised in the school, but you know, you got a bunch of young kids, boys are like, yeah, we know what the hell's going on. Right. Uh, so it got out pretty quick. Um, yeah, man, people just, I, I, I know it sounds silly and, and, and I, I sound like a broken record, but like, we got to take, these people have to take this seriously. Like, like do what the league says, do what the doctors say, like wear your mask, don't work out. Like it, I know it's inconvenient, but it's ultimately when these things start breaking down, you, you now look where we're at. The, the, so many dominoes have fallen and it's starting to affect these teams and the schedule. And we might get to a point where teams will actually have to forfeit games and money's getting involved. You know, yep. players might not get paid for games. And stuff. So it's like, Man, I know it sounds silly when you're reading a page. It's like, oh, don't work out with other dudes. It's like, oh man, okay, no, don't do it. Yeah, you are taking a risk. And if it was too tough, you should have opted out. Yeah, I mean, everybody had that. Everybody had, had the, the option, right? Yeah. I, I think. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, maybe I, we I, can. Maybe we could opt in. What like practice squad? Because you could start tonight for the Titans. Yeah, I mean, what they if were we, listing all the guys that were going to be playing, and I was like, I don't. They're all practice. They're going to get slaughtered. Maybe we uh, could maybe, maybe we could start working guys. out at uh, Montgomery Bell Academy, just seeing if somebody can get some footage of us. Yeah, or maybe we'll do a live pod from there, and you know, invite some of the Titans to show up. And yeah, <laughs> Rob <laughs> runs a mean uh, curl route. If you guys haven't seen oh, yeah, Rob, it's he's devastating. He's, he's blazing fast. <laughs> yeah, that uh, yeah, like that'll be the second most popular thing there, besides the Dead Poets Society being the. Uh, <laughs> being the uh, impetus of that whole, uh, whole book. But uh, yeah, we'll see how the Titans do. And uh, yeah, I think we're all just curious to see how the rest of the season is going to play out because what it's only week five, five. five yeah. yeah. So 
Oh, we got a long way to go. We got a long way to go, boys. Let's see if we can uh, try to lock it down a little bit. All right, here we go. Let's start with the NFL roundup for this segment. And uh, I think one of the biggest stories this week, obviously, is uh, Dak Prescott um, just shattering his ankle. And I think we all saw that live. Like, I mean, did you guys see that? I heard it on the radio. I was actually going to to the thing we went to the other night. I was listening to it on the radio. And just by the... They're caught. The guys calling. I can't remember who it was, but they called the play. It was Kent. Kent Travis. <laughs> it, was, it was Kent Travis. <laughs> I need to get in touch with him. Yeah, you know? I, I guess he's still on Facebook. He's a nice dude. Um, God, I hate Clay Travis so much. He's the worst. Uh, so there was this. Anyway, once the play was blown dead, he said something to the fact that like, "Oh, that doesn't look good," and there was this really pregnant pause of just silence. And it was like, Oh, I know what that means. And then he said, yeah, I think they're bringing the stretch. Like, so they were trying to play it down. And, and, and then he's like, yeah, that that's not going to be good. Uh, yeah, he's down. He's holding his leg, you know? And I was like, Oh yeah. So when I got, I had to stop first. I, I pulled up like a, a news alert on it and watched the video. And, and I, I can handle like blood and guts. Like fine. I, I one of my first jobs, I worked for years at a, at a veterinary and I was a vet tech. I, I was, you know, I've been around, you know, biology classes. I loved dissecting animals and stuff like that, but like something about broken bones, compound fractures like that, like just shiver my fucking timbers, man. And I saw that I was sitting in the parking lot in my car and I just was like, "Mm, okay, can't watch that again. It was horrifying. And you know, he's in the middle of a year where he's playing his ass off for his contract, which he's still, you know, up in the air. And that happens you know, and he's on my, our fantasy team. Like yeah. he's, you know, screwing us. Did he text He texted me that <laughs> he was sorry. And I'm like, dude, just get well. Yeah. Just not, get it's well. not about us. Yeah. And you know, it, and look, he'll be fine. I mean, it's, it, it's, it sucks. I mean, hopefully, you know, he won't get the Alex Jones, Alex Jones, <laughs> Alex Smith. Uh, maybe he will get the Alex Jones treatment. But no, but he won't. Hopefully they'll, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll try to fend off any infection. I mean, he, you know, for all intents and purposes, he could be act back up throwing again in six months. And, and yeah, you know, he's yeah. got to be non-weight bearing for, was it, you know, a couple months and then they'll start rehab. You know, he's a strong dude. We've got the the sports medicine, you know, behind him, the medical science and everything. He can be back up and playing. How old is he? Is he even 30 yet? I don't think so. No, I think he's, I think this is his fifth, I'd say 28 maybe. Yeah, so he's, he's, in the, he's in the prime of his probably career and, and it sucks that that's a really, that's a rough, injury to have happen in a, in a really bad place on your body. But, but all the other stuff, you know, him, him being in this kind of contract limbo with Dallas injuries, like, you know, he, if he would have signed something back in the summer, maybe taking a little less money, probably be set. But now I don't know. I feel bad for the dude, but I love him. I think he's a great kid. It sucks to see, uh, you know, obviously the league has, everybody's, you know, kind of got his back and want him, want him to get back and, and, and be healthy. But like, he just, fucking hate to see that man mm. it's one of the worst injuries yeah it's just you know fuck. and it's just you know and then dalton comes in and gets the win he pitches the you know he pitches the, the you know cleanup and comes in and wins the game so but i you know again that i think it just throws that whole that whole division into just even more of a yeah yeah mire of of mediocrity and uh so yeah. i don't even though you know wins played a little bit better they still lost to pittsburgh i thought they were just going to get absolutely crushed but God, yeah, you hate to see that. He's such a good dude. It yeah, it sucks. It was pretty amazing to see uh, 
not just the Cowboys, but the Giants as well. And then just the immediate everybody. Yeah. The immediate support on Twitter and everything. Um, just such a well-respected guy. And if, if you, uh, I don't know if Rob, I know you didn't watch it live, but if you, have you seen the footage of him kind of giving a thumbs up to the crowd yeah. and he's trying to put on a brave face, but he's weeping. He's crying, he's biting that towel. Yeah, it's, it's, and I'm guilty of this too. You know, it's, it's really easy to think about, to start looking at, at, at athletes, especially if it comes to our favorite team or whatever, kind of more like workhorses, animals, just do what we want you to do. And I mean, these are human beings and, and to feel like, especially after the year specifically that Dak has gone through. And then I'm, I imagine how much, even though it's completely out of their control, them feeling like they're letting their team down, you know, knowing immediately, obviously. And if you watch the video, he knew right away it wasn't good. He's waving for someone to come over. It was heartbreaking. And the reverse of that, I don't know if you guys saw uh, when Alex Smith came into the game. And yeah. um, that was <clears throat> that was like, I got teary eyed watching his family. Uh, yeah. Kids. Oh my gosh. This little girl had these pigtails. He's She's been, so freaking so cute. They're just standing up and cheering for him. And his first hit was Aaron Donald. Donald. Him. Right. <clears throat> and it was, I, I saw a lot of people on Twitter and I was the same way where it just felt everyone was, um, but he, but he jumped up and was smiling. And I think what was the, uh, you can read Aaron Donald's lips. What it's like, it, it's like that motherfucker's legs is strong. Or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. His, his legs are strong. <laughs> yeah. But that was, man, that, I, I loved seeing that. I mean, yeah. the fact that he came out, the fact that he was even able to play after almost dying slash losing his leg. Um, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I mean, like there's a point too to where, I mean, like if I was a defensive back, you know, having to play against Alex Smith after he has all this shit. I mean, like, do you think in their minds, like, I mean, like I don't do like I don't want to hit this dude as hard as like you know yeah. you just feel for the guy to where you know like I don't know if I could just absolutely go in there and just try to well I mean essentially like your job is just to you know wreck a quarterback you know trying to yeah. go get a sack like I couldn't get that through my head of being like yeah I'm just gonna go after this dude yeah while yeah he's fought back from like almost dying and just you know like I mean like however many years like Alex Smith is trying to get back into the league and you know playing again I just I I mean I just couldn't wrap my head around that yeah. thought of being a a, def- a a defensive back and trying to you know, go after somebody that's been through all that, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it's a reminder of even the play that, you know, the, the, ta- the tackle on Dak. And did you say it was Logan Ryan? It was Logan Ryan. Yeah. Who's not the world's biggest dude. Dak's a big guy. It, it wasn't, it wasn't some, uh, no, he cheap kinda, shot or like, he kind of rolled down him as he, as he was coming around the, the left side, he kind of to tackle him, he kind of rolled under him. His foot got caught in the turf. Yeah. Yeah. And you just, when he swung his leg around, you just saw it. That was slapping. It's just it was, a reminder of, literally every single play, the yeah. potential for mm-hmm. that big of injuries and to take it a step further. And you saw a lot of NFL players tweet this, um, look at Von Miller's injuries too, especially for these guys when they get their first chance to get the, a monster deal or whatever, this is why they want, this is why players want guaranteed money. This is why, uh, it, if you want to be the kind of person that goes out, Oh, I'd do it for $50,000. Well, whatever you could have, you know, yeah. you, you, you had an opportunity to, you're not a great athlete like these guys are. That's what the market pays and they deserve it. And they're literally putting their, their bodies on the line. So yeah. I hope he, I hope he recovers fully and yeah. comes back and cause he's, he's also so much freaking fun to watch play. I mean, he's had, I mean, the Cowboys have been a garbage fire this, this season so far, but God, he's been, 
like even like picking him, like, you know, when it came down to picking quarterbacks in my fantasy league, I was like, do I really want Dak? I mean, it's yeah. like, he's great, but like, I don't know how consistent he's going to be. And it's been like, no, I'm, I'm so, and he's been fun to watch. Cowboys have been fun to watch, even though they don't have any difference, but it's like, yeah, I'm so bummed. Man. I, cause it's like, what am I going to do? I have to go to the waiver wire and take like Derek Carr or <laughs> Baker Mayfield now? Like, fuck Dak. That's Come on, I, yeah. man. Yeah. You're really, you're really boning me here, dude. Speaking of Derek <laughs> Carr for NFL roundup, uh, had a great game. <laughs> really breaking me. <laughs> um, Derek Carr and the Raiders. That was a great Chiefs, game, man. Yeah. That was, I don't care who you are. Nobody picked that. Yeah, nobody, absolutely. especially in Arrowhead. Um, I loved it. To me, that's one, one of the things I love about football so much is, is every team all, there's always a chance and, uh, they, they beat them. I mean, I know Mahomes kind of made it interesting at the end, but I mean, they, they, uh, with Josh Jacobs, they just shoved it right down their throat. They ran it right down their throat and, uh, Carr kind of had one of his best games ever and showed what he can be at his peak. And then Henry Ruggs was like, Oh yeah, I guess he had a slow couple first games, but yeah, he's really freaking fast and mm-hmm. he's an Alabama receiver. And there's a reason if you're a star at Alabama, you're a good, you're a good player. So that was, yeah. plus I loved seeing, you know, everybody gets tired of Mahomes was wearing on my nerves a little bit, like, you know, flopping on the sidelines. Yeah. Getting some BS calls. It's like, you know what? You're still human, dude. And mm-hmm. that last interception he threw was awful. He threw it into triple coverage. Yeah. Yeah. He's a freak show at quarterback. And I think he's the best. He's the most exciting quarterback in football. Yeah. Cause um, like there were some plays that if he would have made them, you know, it would have been like, Oh yeah. shit. Okay. This guy's great. But you yeah, know, he was just having one of those days. Yeah. So that was a, that was a, that was a, a big surprise, but just another, I mean, Russell Wilson pains me to say <laughs> pulls another one out of his ass. Um, but did he though? Know. Well, you did could he? argue, you could argue that, to me, it's just Zimmer gave it, it to him. Yeah, Zimmer just literally. I mean, we were talking about this before. It's like, why do coaches like you know it, you've got at this point you've seen enough tape on this guy. He's been in the league long enough. It's like, okay, here are my options. Here are my statistical chances of success on each one. I know no one likes to play it safe, no one. But you're trying to win games. You're trying to give yourself the best chance to win, and you're literally snatching defeat out of the jaws of, of victory when you give him the fucking, I don't care if it's on the, I don't care if it's on the seven yard line. I don't care where it is. You are literally just asking for it and they deserve it. They gave him the ball with how, how, how much time was left. Just enough. It was like a yeah, little under two minutes, a little like under two minutes, and a half maybe I think what they had like two timeouts left or maybe yeah. one, but still it's like, you're just, you're done, man. Just don't give him the ball. That's, yeah. that's literally just play keep away from Russ Wilson and you fucked it. So Joey, uh, will you admit that Russell Wilson may be the best quarterback in the NFL right now? Uh, he's up there. You that, don't want to admit it though. That's well, I mean, I, yeah, I for sure don't want to admit it. I will say that. Uh, like, who do you think is playing better than Russell Wilson? Or since we talk about, you know, I mean, like you want to play keep away from Russell Wilson, like at the last two minutes, you know, of course, like if you have a chance to win, you're kind of saying like, okay, he is the only one that I would say, honestly, Drew Locke. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How'd you know I was going to say that? Yeah. Um, Tebow. I, I would go top three in that situation would be Rogers, Mahomes, and Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, Rogers. Yeah. Gosh, I hate having to say. I know Wilson. Wilson has at least come back down to earth a little bit where I think he's slightly behind Manning's touchdown record in a year. I will say that uh, as, as great as Metcalf has been this year, 
it is remarkable that Wilson continues to do it no matter who is around him. Um, yeah. And, and with pretty much a shit offensive line for most of his career, other than when they won the Super Bowl. So I, I would, he's up there. I mean, what do you guys think? If you're in that situation, if you're down by five and you got a minute and a half left in the time, I'm giving it to Wilson. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is great, but he's, he's got a couple of, he's got a couple of, you know, highlight reel, you know, last minute Hail Mary touchdowns, but he's not really, he's not, he's not a, no, like they showed a stat last night on the game. I think Manning has 40, he has the most games coming behind in the, in the fourth quarter. I think it's like 44 wins. And then like Breeze and, and, um, and Tommy boy are tied at like 37 or 38 come behind wins fourth quarter. And I don't, I don't know where Rogers is in the, in the conversation statistically, but right now I'm giving the ball to Wilson Mahomes Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. He's just, uh, yeah, I don't personally like the guy either, but he's got, there's something in that guy's in his, in his wiring and his hard drive. Like there's just, he has a will to win the fucking game. And I said, if, He's my if he's my player, I'm giving him the ball. Yeah, because I think in the combination of of his deep ball, which like I I truly think he has one of the best deep balls in the league, or that I'll say like he has the best deep ball. Like it just seems like he just throws it up, and then it just seems to just dive bomb and drop perfectly in the receiver's hands, like thirty plus yards down the field. And plus, like especially within two minutes, I mean, like the last two minute drill or whatever you want to call it. I mean, like hurry up, whatever else. The combination of that and him just being able to use his legs, which I don't think mm-hmm. Rodgers can. Right. I mean, like if you're you know, third and 10, you know, like I would much rather have Wilson or Mahomes just, just to have that option of being able to run you know, and to get that first down to keep the uh, drive going and all that stuff. But yeah, Rob, I, I think I agree with you. Yeah. Wilson, Mahomes, he, yeah, Rogers. It's just, yeah, I just have never seen like anybody like in the past few years that can throw a deep ball like that. It's, it's pretty amazing. Like, I mean, the, the fourth down conversion on that last drive, well, they scored on fourth, but the one before that, the long pass to, I think it was Lockett down the left sideline. It's always that. It's pass like to it's like it. pouring down yeah. rain. He's falling out of the end zone, f- falling off yeah. the side. It's always that pass to lock it every time. They're yep. diving out of the. End I, and I do think uh, I think Mahomes. I honestly think Mahomes has the potential to be better. I think Wilson has the experience. Yeah, which was why I would give him because Mahomes makes he makes more freakishly stupid athletic plays than I think Wilson does. But Wilson's so freaking smart. You yeah. know, I mean, it seems he, like it, he's really consistent too. Yeah. If yeah. he needs eight yards for a first down and nobody's open, he'll rush for it and he'll get eight and a half. And then he does that stupid thing where he puts it's, the ball out and my brothers and I get really angry. He's like, that. he's like, like watching that drive. It's like, he's I like, love Jesus. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's Neo in the matrix. Like he's just yeah. willing things to happen. And it frustrates me because I do not like him. I do not like Pete Carroll. I hate those fucking uniforms. The highlighters. Yeah, uh, well, that that green. I like the uniforms outside. Was it last but, week they wore those? Yeah, yeah, yeah they wore them on Sunday night. Yeah, it was, yeah. Oh god, it's so ugly. But it you can't if you love the game and you love watching great elite play happen in front of you, you can't help but sit there and like, regardless of what your irrational emotional feelings are about somebody, you're just like, I can't help but like, because we're sitting there and we're sitting there on your phone watching. It's like, yeah, it's happening. Here we go. We're watching. Oh, they Jackson's, got that first step in Worked Jackson's out, backyard, hoping to not be hit with a BB uh, ricochet. <laughs> yeah, and it's like you just you. I'm I'm like yeah. It's they're going to win this yep. game. I knew they were going. When to they win. didn't get it on fourth, yeah, we were like, yep, yeah, are going to win. So anyway, how about your Panthers, man? Yeah, yeah Panthers I, actually, won. are they? Teddy had a great. Uh, Teddy had a great game. Are and they three and two or four and one? Three and two. They're three and two. Okay, 
Without which is, McCaffrey. I mean, that's... Which is a lot better than I thought they were yeah. going to be. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Teddy uh, had a great game and uh, DJ Moore. I'm kind of scared of of what this kind of tells me about myself, but I kind of get, I mean, like great pleasure at knowing like we were the final straw for somebody getting fired in the NFL, <laughs> uh, which I mean, which... We which talk about that. Yeah, which uh, Dan Quinn, uh, the second coach to be relieved of his duties within... Yeah, five weeks of the season, which is absolutely insane. Within what an hour or two of that game being oh, yeah. over, I mean, oh, yeah. yeah, I did not. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure I texted you guys saying, "Yeah, I think Quinn's going to get fired yeah, tomorrow if the Panthers it. win," and then it was like an hour later after the game, him and the GM got let go. And uh, yeah, uh, Panthers had a great game, and it was the first game that the Panthers won in Atlanta since like 2014 or 15 or something like that. So that was, I mean, like that was remarkable. I feel bad for Matt Ryan. I truly do think he's a great quarterback. I just think yeah. that he's. Uh, yeah, like I don't. Yeah, and you could every year that offense is overvalued preseason. We yeah. talk about how you know, you know, Calvin Ridley's the new guy coming up. Julio Jones, I feel like he still hasn't caught a pass for like three seasons. I mean, caught a yeah. touchdown every year, and then then and then like okay, or they'll start out great, and then they'll they'll stoink the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love seeing it because I hate Atlanta, but I do. I think I think yeah, Matt Matt Ryan's his clock's ticking, man. He's not going to be going back to the Super Bowl anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So. Also, speaking of firings, how how is Adam Gase still employed? Like if you're the He's definitely next on the he's got to be next. I mean, after that loss. I mean, like does he have like a huge buyout or something if he if he gets like go mid bid season? I don't know. I mean, I, I mean it's, it's like why are what are you, what are you waiting for? Yeah. Poor Sam Darnold's just getting crushed back there. Gosh. And they actually do the the Jets have they have some talent on off. I mean, I guess you could say that about any team in the NFL. You've got talented players. Like Crowder. But, I mean, Crowder's um, great. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, he is their only one the only, huge option for being a wideout. Yeah. So they have a talent on offense. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. That's yeah. That's true. Um, but yeah, they they uh that's terrible. I I, I was flipping to some of the Cardinals Jets because I've got um uh DeAndre Hopkins. On my fantasy team, which again, he just he had a great a, weekend. Oh gosh, Thank God. So great. Um, Texans fans. Oof. Yeah. God. Boy. And they got the, they got a win. Yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> which is how Bill O'Brien feel about that one. Because like I try to picture myself as a coach and we're fucking doing terribly. And then I get fired. Then your team wins. It's your first like, win. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I guess with that was the, the problem. With the <laughs> oldest coach to ever coach a yeah. game ever. Romeo. 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 Was all around. I knew he was old. I didn't know he was 74. Yeah. He's older than George Hallis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when he was, when he, wow. Yeah. Hallis was 72. When yeah. He, when he coached his last game. And plus speaking of the jets, the giants lost as well. So what that makes, what both New York teams, Oh, and eight yeah. to start the season, which what that hasn't happened. Like I think I saw some said, or that's never happened. Before yeah. maybe, well, I have no idea. What, what was the the meme one of you guys sent was the um oh do you like the XFL? the XFL have two wins there this year <laughs> yeah, yeah I will give good. credit to the Giants uh, and uh, uh, Daniel Jones like they they fought hard yeah. in that Cowboys game and um, it was interesting right right up until the end I, I do think I'm not ready to close the book on on. Daniel Jones yet. I think he's got, uh, oh, and obviously I, losing Saquon is, was, was, Oh a, no, I think he's, a, I think he's going to be a good player, but he's just, there's just nothing around him to, to support his, his talents. I mean, did you see the, uh, the, the trick play that, um, they got called back because of a penalty? No, I didn't see that. One. So they were, I don't have NFL Sunday ticket. Oh sorry. yeah, I do. Well, yeah. get rid of your pool and you can afford <laughs> NFL Sunday ticket. That's what I did. 
It's all about I, your damn priorities. Well, Kyle. actually, well, actually, it's going to cost me more to have someone haul the whole deck and everything yeah. away than Sunday tickets. Pretty close. It might be a wash. About about ten years of Sunday ticket. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They lined up for. Uh. I guess it, it must have been a second half, but it was before Dak was hurt. Anyway, they lined up to kick a field goal, and who's the one talented receiver that the Giants have? Was it Ingram? Evan Ingram? That's who it was. Um, or was it Shepard? I think it was Ingram. Anyway, was it, was it Kent Travis? It was Kent Travis. <laughs> Kent. It's Alex Jones. He's a lawyer, wide man. receiver. Um, he basically went to, they lined up like they were going to do a quick field goal. The Cowboys were kind of confused and Ingram was on the field. He was the 11th player and he was literally standing. There was nobody. You got, you got to um, go yeah. back and watch the replay. I've seen okay. that play before. I didn't no, see that one. There's enough. nobody around him. They snapped the ball. The holder makes uh they, maybe they were punting or either way no i think it was a field goal. It was about a 40 yard throws a perfect pass and he catches a touchdown and uh they waved it off because the um the left tackle wasn't set like he was still kind of adjusting <laughs> and shifting and the special team coach for the giants he looked like you know a special teams coach you usually just get blamed for things if they go badly but when you can execute like a perfectly a perfectly run, uh, you know, trick play like the Cowboys did with when they threw a touchdown pass to Dak on a reverse. Mm-hmm. That's like a special teams coach highlight. And the guy just, he just looked like he wanted to explode with anger. Yeah. But, uh, well, speaking about special team coaches, I don't think when Dan Quinn or the GM got fired, I don't, th- I mean, I hope that the uh, special teams coaches from Atlanta got fired as well from uh, the Cowboys game the other week. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. So, well, he should have been the first to go. Right. Which like, I don't, th- well, yeah. I mean, like I'm assuming, with like any head coaching changes, like maybe that gets kind of shuffled up to, or I think, or just maybe they don't want to disrupt. I think the, everyone on that coaching staff is starting to like pre-pack. <laughs> yeah. They're getting out those bankers boxes from their offices and shit. Yeah. It's, it's not, this might be, this is going to be a reaping. There's, they're, they're going to have to start over. Yeah, it's, for sure. It's all done. But uh, do you guys have any other wrap up moments from the week or can we move on to pod? Damn it. Uh, we can move on to pod. Damn it. Uh, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Just, can we just all, applaud the complete mediocrity of that, that just that guy talk about going from, yeah, but he looks so good. Super bowl. He's to really just pretty. being a total, <laughs> what a load that guy is. He's, <laughs> is we, he still, I mean, I know he got, he got pulled he for, bench, but he's, but he's, Bethard yeah. took over. I know he was, I didn't watch much of that game, but I know he was hurt. Like his ankle was. Yeah. But he's still, he's just not that, that guy just, it's like, he's like the Adam Gase of quarterbacks. He just needs yeah. to go. People can all decide. You can lock arms on that. Anyway, uh, yeah. my, my only other thought is um, I freaking love watching Ryan Fitzpatrick play football. Yeah. Uh, I guess I did watch a decent amount of that game because I, I had Miami's tight end, um, which he did too, that Gilsecki or whatever. Did he? Yeah. I, you know, I ended up dropping he had a him. Big, he, had a, he actually had like a 70 yard cat. It wasn't a touchdown, but uh, dude, Fitz Magic with his beard just hiding his chin strap and he just. The way he chomps his gum and just plays, he's just with his wedding ring on and, and not even like a sports one, but just like a straight up, like, like a gold straight up ring gold band. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's awesome, man. He's, I love watching him play. He's great until he's awful. And then it's some yeah. of the most painful. It'll end. It'll end. I'm actually, I actually picked him up to replace Dak for a week until I can get Carr. Yeah. I, uh, I love that guy, but, but when it, when it, when that milk turns sour, man, yeah. it is hard. And then he'll go watch. on to his next team. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to stop. I yeah. mean, I think, I think he's what he's etched off like uh, he's ticked like twelve team. He's I think he's played for like I, I think it's like seven or eight. It's yeah. been a lot. Yeah, yeah, pretty amazing. He's he's the journeyman. Pod damn it! Pod damn it! Pod damn it! All right, it's time for everyone's favorite segment of the week. We have pod damn it. 
we already kind of went on a uh, uh, a unison group pod damn it earlier on about the um, concert for uh, Sean. I mean, the concert for Jesus. Or no, sorry, the uh, the worship protest for silent. Uh, yeah, I really don't know what it is, but um, yeah, it's time for our own individual pod dammits. And uh, who wants to go first today? Rob, you can go first. All right. Mine will be brief. Um, mine is uh, college football related. Uh, so my pod dammit goes out to, well, any broadcaster that's ever called a Alabama game will say that. And actually, and I'll preface it by saying if, if you've listened before, you know that I'm an LSU fan. I'm not a fan of the Alabama Crimson Tide. I have a very emotional, irrational dislike of that team, and I have since I was a young boy. But I can step outside of that and say, yes, since Nick Saban has arrived, they have a dynasty. They have a dynastical grip on college football. They recruit, reload every year. It's incredibly impressive. I think I still think they're cheating. I still think that they're Lance Armstrong of college football. I think in a couple of years, something's somebody's going to fuck up in the the house of cards. So like, how do you come. think they're giving the money to the athletes? Do you think I don't it's know. in a shoebox? But, it, or but it's, it's happening. Offshore it, it, you, account? you just can't have you just can't have that level of success for that long without because it's the old and, and everyone does it. If anybody that knows anything about how things work in college and professional athletics, the old adage is: if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, and they're all doing it. So all that to preface to say. I can literally set my watch by this statement being made in a game by anyone. Last weekend, it was Todd Blackledge who did it. This might be the best Alabama team we've ever seen. <laughs> yes. That term, that, that literally gets said, it's usually at the beginning of the season, usually like, you know, uh, okay, they're playing an SEC game, which by the way, that, that Ole Miss game the other night was really great. And that was not the best defense I've seen in Alabama, you know, Wait, hold on. Like <laughs> an feel- Alabama team in the past couple of years. Uh, go ahead. What were you going to, Oh Sorry. no, like I just feel like, and, and, and this is not a COVID joke, but I mean, you know, pre COVID, like I just feel like this is like whenever flu season comes and someone comes up, be like, Oh, Hey man, the flu is really bad this year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, everybody's like, God, that, that offensive line, that, this, this might be, you know, Mac Jones. He's got, he's got, uh, uh, oh, who's the great running back. They have 22. What's his name? I cannot remember anyone's fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, like currently this season? Yeah, the, uh, uh, Najee Harris, oh, okay. uh, who's just, that dude's unbelievable. He's going to be, I mean, you could just look at him and know. It's like watching Edwards Alaire. The guy's going to be a great pro. Um, but so you're watching, you're watching a game and I'm sitting there because I know it's like, okay, they're playing an Ole Miss. This could be a good game or it could be a blowout. But if it's a blowout, I'll turn it off and, you know, watch something on Netflix. But it was a really great game. But literally, I mean, I, you can set your watch to win someone. And it's usually the first time they get the ball, first or first couple of, uh, of, of, um, times they get the ball, but it's usually the first one. And it's just like, can we just all lock arms and agree that Alabama is going to reload every year and just stop saying that it's not that it's not that I don't want to hear it because I believe it to be true or I know it to be true. It's just that it's like, it gets said countless times every year. We know Alabama's good. We know they're going to reload, but to whether this is the best, it's like, man, it, and, and it's an opinion thing. And, you know, a lot of what we do is, is driven on hot takes and opinions on stuff. It's like, God damn it. Let's just stop saying it. Can we just stop saying this is the best Alabama team I think I've ever seen? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it's a great one. Joey, do you want to go? Yeah, I, uh, to be honest with you, my uh, rant at the beginning was my pod damn it. 
as it has dominated my okay. thoughts since Sunday night. Um, but I do have one minor one that I, that I just thought of. Uh, I know one of yours, Kyle, was how freaking long college football games are. Yeah. Uh, which is true. They're pushing four hours. Oh, um, you know, combination so of a lot of replays, but also stopping the clock every time you get a first till you reset the ball. Penalties um, and everything, yeah. But did you guys see the end of the Arkansas um, oh, Auburn game. That was that was a fumble, right? Yes, that was yeah. a, that was, that the was not a fumble. That yeah. was a miscarriage. Sorry, not fumble, yeah, that was a miscarriage of football justice, right there. I, and I don't I, like either one of those teams, especially Auburn. But that was, I really bad. That that was awful. Um, the fact that it was reviewed and it was not changed, yeah, was was awful. And I think that those to miss a call like that. The reason you have instant replay is so that you don't miss a call like that <clears throat> to not reverse that, which really was a chance to like, uh, to, to bail them out. Cause they blew the call. It's a freaking fumble. It doesn't matter if you try to throw a quick pass. If your wide receiver comes back behind the line of scrimmage and you throw a pass to them and they don't catch it, that's a fumble. It's, 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 it's a backwards pass, which is exactly what that was. It doesn't matter if, it's Auburn and maybe he didn't mean to do it or he's just trying to spot. He did. And didn't a lineman for Arkansas land on the ball? Yeah. 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 It seemed like, would. I don't know. I, I, I saw that fumble. Then he turned around, threw it behind him, tried to do the, and it's like, it was like, that's a live ball. Like somebody, get, okay, Arkansas is going to get it. And then they reviewed it and I'm, I'm sitting there going, is, is this bizarro football tonight? Yeah. Like that's, yeah. that I, was pretty and, obvious. And, and again, I get that maybe in the, I get that they didn't, you know, in, in the heat of the moment in the game, it's obvious he's trying to spike it. So maybe they just thought, okay, it's down. But then it doesn't like that. Again, that's why you go to replay. Somebody's like, whoa, whoa, whoa we need to take a look at this. Um, and those refs need to be, need to be held accountable on that. Yeah. That's, that that's brutal. Especially for, um, I pull for Arkansas. Some of our good friends are from Arkansas and um, they're kind of fun to watch. They just got their first SEC win in three years last week, which was crazy. Um, but that's pretty brutal. These coaches are fighting so hard. Get the freaking call right. So that was my mini pod, damn it. But mostly, I hope that Sean guy gets in some huge trouble. <laughs> yeah, same. I hope and everybody arrested. go vote. Go early, vote. Early yes. voting in Nashville starts uh, tomorrow. Yeah, I think I'm going to go vote since my wife is the breadwinner currently right now. Since uh, we don't have a job, I think I'm going to try to go vote on Thursday. Wilson County. So how about you? What's your pod, damn it, Kyle? Uh, my pod, damn it, has to do with the Panthers. But my pod damn it is is about me because I'm furious at myself for thinking the Panthers were only going to go four and 12 since they've been on a fucking roll this year. They've been looking great. I'm just I played myself. I played myself. I think the Panthers are going to go maybe six and 10 now, which is They're still three terrible. and two already. Aren't yeah, they? three, two. Maybe we can make the playoffs. Who knows? But I played myself. Pod damn it. Kyle, you, you need to believe in your team. Yeah. yeah, that's what you that's, need to do. That's what you get. The one time I try to be realistic about expectations this year, fucking backfired. No. You always got to believe Super Bowl win every year. Yeah. I, st- I still do. I'm Broncos are one in three. We're going to win the Super Bowl. You got to believe. Is McCaffrey coming back anytime soon? Uh, don't know yet. Hmm. I saw that air. he he went to go see like another s- specialist to see if he's close enough, but it's sounding <laughs> like it may be one more week. I think. In this case, I think if he just like heals up, don't come back too fast. I think we can kind of weather the storm. And then once he gets back, I think it'll be, you know, just what do you lot. have this week? Uh, I actually have no idea. Okay. I don't have our schedule memorized like you do with the Broncos. 
or the dates, but I'm just pissed off at myself. I just need to believe in my own team, man. I Joe, just, I just need to believe. Joe's God damn it, Kyle. Joey's got the, the believe the, the Broncos uh, schedule refrigerator magnet, like anywhere you can find it in the house on the back of his phone. <laughs> he he's got it notes. in the car. Yeah. He's got post-it notes. He knows it. Tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> what was the movie where he uh, would write everything on his, uh, oh, Memento. 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 Yeah. It's like yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah. Pod damn it. Kyle, believe in your team three and two. We can do this. I mean, we played pretty well against the bucks, beat the Falcons. I think we can beat the Falcons again. Saints. I don't know. I'm feeling pretty good about the Saints if they have a bad week. If Sean Payton kind of fucks y'all. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm pretty good. If Tom so. Brady continues to forget when it's fourth down. Oh, we forget. Yeah. We didn't even talk oh about that. Gosh, yeah, that's a great. And when he went in the locker room saying, someone's got to fucking tell me when, what down it is. And so was that real though? I'm not quite sure, but it was really funny. I mean, like it was a meme that said that was an Ian Rappaport. Yeah. Uh, tweet, right? Rest yeah. in peace for two weeks, Ian. Oh yeah. How weird is that to get yeah. them going, digging through your tweets to find out you put something about a manscaping thing on your, on your Twitter feed and you get suspended. Like what is going on in this? Not to hijack your pod. No, damn, no, no, it's no, not no. like you were done, but God, it, yeah, it's, it's, i tell you what it, COVID or no COVID. This has been with everything tangentially kind of related to football. It has been injuries, all of it, the weird stuff that's going on, the firings. It's been very entertaining. So yeah, I'm thankful for that. Yeah. So yeah, that's my pod. Damn it. Kyle, believe in your team. Like you always yeah. do. Don't let 2020 psych you out. I think the Panthers are going to go. I'm just calling it right now. Let's go like 11 and five. <laughs> Book it again. We're fucking there doing you go. it. <laughs> and you got the bears. I looked it up. You have the oh, we bears. Have bears. Oh yeah. So between Trubisky and a uh, big dick, Nick, I think we can pull that one out. Mm. Nick, Nick Foles. He's man. He's yeah. He's, he's past his expiration date. He's probably got a few <laughs> games in him. <laughs> I, th- I thought I said big dick Nick and I thought you said sexpiration date. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this one's going off the rails. This one's going way too long, but yeah, that's the end of this episode. You can follow us at one more pass on Instagram and Twitter rate, download, subscribe. Please give us a favorable rating on whatever podcast platform you listen to. And uh, yeah, boys, do you have, do you have anything else left to add for our past receivers? Yeah, I got nothing. Saints are on a bye week. Uh, LSU. Oh God. LSU's playing. It's not going to be good. The Gators. Oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, uh, do you think the swamp is going to be full for that one? Yeah, full Mullen has his way. Uh, it's, it's, like it's even going to matter. He's like, yeah, we want <laughs> think, a full stadium. It's I like that, you're uh, literally playing one of the worst defenses in the in, in all of college. <laughs> yeah. football. I think uh, curly haired worship guys doing the halftime show <sighs> down there. He's just going to have his rally during the during the full house, full swamp. Yeah, just just let it just let it be over quickly. Just don't. <laughs> it's going to be bad. Joey, do you have anything to add? I'm looking forward to uh, Broncos Patriots on Sunday. Better freaking happen. With Cam Newton as quarterback. And I think there's a good chance that uh, uh, Drew Locke's going to start. Oh, hey so, And Drew, we trust. Nice. Go vote. Go vote. It's important. Please, go vote. Your voice matters. Don't vote third party. Go vote, please. Thank you. We'll see you all next week.